0: Welcome to episode one of the Box Score Boomers podcast with uh, myself. I'm Aiden, and uh, my buddy Reese. Hello, uh, I'm I'm Reese. Reese is a diehard Cardinals fan and diehard Braves fan, so he is on top of the world. Um, well,
1: on top of the world, the Braves, not the Cardinals yet, fully. Like...
0: Yeah, I do. <laughs> Yeah, the, the Cardinal the Cardinals are in a, a tough spot, but uh we'll definitely get to them. Um uh if you guys enjoy listening, uh be sure to to tune in for, for the remaining episodes. Um, you know, obviously we're just starting, so um there's a lot to come and uh you know, we got a lot of stuff coming. And uh the NBA just started, uh baseball just ended unfortunately. But um, Sad times.
1: Sad times, I, but that I... It was the Braves Braves got the hoist uh, the
0: trophy that's all that matters it's not it. the Astros <laughs> yeah, yeah not the Astros and we'll we'll definitely touch on uh, how we feel about the Houston Astros but um, yeah just uh, stay tuned and uh, we'll definitely get you guys a lot of content because there's there's a lot of good stuff coming up there really is um, NBA regular season college football playoff stuff NFL playoff runs it's we'll have to see but yeah uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. But, uh, Reese, you're, uh, you're Braves World Series World Series champions.
1: Yeah, it's a great, great time. You know, first since 95, you know, felt great. Uh, especially since, you know, I w- wish we could have done it in Game 5 in Atlanta. But, you know, it doesn't matter what you done it as long as you win it. And, yeah. uh I mean, phenomenal. I mean, just the way the Braves – just how they orchestrated such a such a such a good team after you know the Cunha injury and Soroka being out for the year, and yet here they are in October winning it all against arguably one of the best teams in baseball. You know, and they beat the best team. I personally, I think the best team in baseball, the Dodgers. Uh, they you know defied the little stereotypical idea that hey Georgia teams blow it, but I mean, I mean, looking at it, if, if the trades they got there. I mean, they traded. Bryce Ball for Jock Peterson, Casey Calic for Jorge Soler, Alex Jackson for Adam Ball, and Pablo Sandal for Eddie Rosario in a cash dump, a salary dump, and Eddie Rosario ended up being the NLCS MVP, and Jorge ended up being the World Series MVP. I think it's just that's just phenomenal play uh, by the Braves front office, you know.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, looking at the World Series statistics here, um, Jorge Soler batted three hundred. Had three home runs, six RBIs, um, crazy, crazy stuff. He was, he was unreal. Like, oh, I mean, was, they only played six games, and he was, he was sick. I mean, so was Austin Riley. So was Freddie Freeman. Travis Darno was actually quite good.
1: Darno, yeah, yeah. Darno not very. He's not the best uh, offensive of a, a catcher, but I mean, he had the he had a um. You know, he played really well the uh, the series. Um, I think everyone played really well. You know. Uh, Freed, you know, had the first, um, you know, you know, Freed struggled a little, you know, in the Dodgers game. He kind of struggled, but Freed really came out that first game against the Astros. He really, really faced uh, some uh, toughness there. But game six, he came out when he he delivered, especially after you know Brantley stepped on his ankle. And I think that's just phenomenal play by uh, Freed. And I mean, I think I mean the bullpen. I mean, knowing the Braves bullpen, that's n- that's not a very good bullpen, but yet. Here they were – I mean, Will Smith stepped up. Magic stepped up. Minter stepped up. The only one I would say that, that disappointed, and he wasn't all that bad, he just had a one bad game, is Luke Jackson.
0: Yeah, Luke Jackson did step up. Um, let me see. Luke Jackson, are we talking strictly World Series? We're. Ta- I mean,
1: yes, strictly World Series. I know stats were, he, were, were pretty, pretty good for the World Series.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, he had a zero ERA in the World Series.
1: I mean, I'm thinking, like, you know, like, in the playoffs, and, and just in the playoffs in general, I don't think he was bad. I mean, honestly, you know, like I said, that one game against the Dodgers, what was it, game three, I think,
0: in L.A.? It was, um, yeah, I believe it was, yeah, I believe it was game three because I think the Braves were up 2-0. Well. But, I mean, I mean, Mazick, I mean,
1: I'm still to this day. I mean, you watched it, we both watched it personally together, uh, in person we watched magic four straight strikeouts four straight strikeouts one of those was against Mookie Betts I mean that's that's insane you know yeah.
0: that's that's just that's crazy yeah I mean the I mean some guys in the Braves bullpen did struggle a little bit um let me see Tucker Davidson well he gave up one run what can I really say Tucker Davidson gave up a run Dylan Lee He – you know, it was a crazy story, you know, rookie getting his his first start in the World Series. And, you know, he he had the bases loaded in the first, and they brought in Kyle Wright. But, um, yeah, the crazy stuff. Like, to me, this is the most impressive World Series run I've seen in my lifetime because the Braves were so shot. Like, they had so many injuries. I mean – it's unbelievable, and I mean, the they had two starting pitchers on their roster for the World Series after Charlie Morton got hurt. Exactly. I mean, because they they lost you uh, know they lost you know in the playoffs,
1: and they were they they came into the playoffs with four starters to begin with.
0: Yeah, and, and they, they already didn't have
1: They ended up losing two, and I mean, they pitched. I I, I can remember they pitched. Uh, bullpen game against the brewers they pitched a bullpen game against the dodgers on wednesday and they pitched two bullpen games against the um Astros. i mean they ended up i mean i mean f- f- first thing seven and one at home that's, that's impressive yeah. that's how you take advantage of home field right there seven and one that is just insanely good i mean um that's just that's crazy, especially you know. Um, trying to think here, I mean, especially you know, if uh, think about one win they should have had. If I think if they had it started, uh, what's his name in game uh, game five?
0: I think what the was Braves it Valdez or
1: no the the uh, Braves?
0: Oh, the Braves! You talking about? Uh, I can't forget his name uh, right now. Dylan Lee. Dylan Lee. Had I think
1: the Braves started anyone else, I know if it's Dylan Lee, okay, he's a rookie. Anyone else, I think the Braves would sort have of won it right there and would have had a perfect eight eight zero and at home.
0: Yeah, wait, 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 wait. No, Dylan Lee, Dylan Lee pitched in the game, in a game that they won. Let me see. Did he? I no, it was um. Oh my gosh, who, who was pitched,
1: it? He pitched game five then. It was Man, Tucker Davidson. I'm, I'm going to have no, to check. No, no, I... Tucker Davidson pitched game five. That's oh, my, yeah, yeah. That's my fault. Don't yeah. yeah. pitch game four. That's my fault. Tucker Davidson pitched game five. And, I mean, Davidson played good. What, you said he gave up one run? He
0: uh, – let me see. I think – no, two innings. Two innings, he gave up four runs, actually. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> no, no, two earned runs. Two earned runs. I'm Phil Bath not knowing this, pricing, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it no, I mean, you, you, as a bracer, you're not supposed to know the entire s- statistical chi. I mean, it's, you know, it's that's not expected of you, yeah, but. yeah, yeah. But,
1: but yeah, no, I think maybe you know, start someone else, maybe it's more experience, I had
0: started a mentor, Madeleine, one oh. of them. I think maybe the Braves win it there, 8 0. Easily, yeah, uh, I, I do think so. I mean, starting Tucker Davidson was. Kind of a liability, because I think we can agree that Tucker Davidson's not – I mean, he's okay. I mean, in the regular season, um, through 20 innings and had an ERA of 3.6. I mean, that's not terrible um, with a whip of 1.15. And, I mean, that, it's really not bad. Um,
1: yeah, but at that moment in time, the Braves up 3-1 had a game to throw away. I think at that moment in time, hey, you maybe, you know, give them some experience. Maybe the Braves are back here. Again yeah. next October, then he has the he has World Series
0: experience. So, oh yeah, and I mean, it's not like he was a, a bad player. Oh United
1: no, United no, States. no, no, no,
0: no, no, no. Yeah, not at all. Tucker Davidson was was was. I mean, I wouldn't say he was amazing, but he was he was pretty good. Um, uh, moving on to let, let's talk about the Astros a little bit because um, the Astros definitely had an interesting series. Um, I mean. It, from what I see here, um, it, it wasn't too good. I, the, the guys that really stepped up for them were um, Michael Brantley, Carlos Correa was was actually pretty good. Um, uh, let me see, Yuli Guriel was was all right, and Kyle Tucker, Kyle Tucker is really good. So I, I would kind of expect that. But Altuve oh. batted two twenty two. Alvarez I- batted one hundred. Alex Bregman hit 95
1: um I mean there's not much you can do there I mean you basically gave us that's the reason why the Astros performed so poorly you had your best players Altuve Alvarez Bregman they're performing under underperforming you know and then no one's up there to pick the slack up and only the pitching and then the pitching plays good some games but um What's his name? Got rocked both games he started. Oh, Luis Garcia. Luis Garcia. He got rocked both games he started, and yeah. he started. well, I guess the first game he started, he'll give him one run, or he might have given up two.
0: It was yeah, it was a small amount, but I know the Braves still won. And then the the next game he pitched, he was just he was bad. Oh, I can. I, let's uh, let okay, let's kind of focus on the stinkers uh, from the Astros side. Like who really stunk it up for the Astros? And really like I don't want to say cost in the series because that's I don't like that term. Oh no. Um, but but just mean, like what, what held them back. Um uh, Alex Bregman, Bregman went Alex Bregman went two for twenty one. I think
1: Bregman uh, had one significant game and that was game five. I think that's the one game he actually played very
0: that's he interesting. Played well. He but went I two mean, for twenty one.
1: This is terrible. I mean, uh, we can agree that Bregman since the China scandal has come out. That he's fallen off a little,
0: no, li- yeah. I mean, I'd say maybe a little bit in the but, regular season. He was he was okay, um, but yeah, I mean, he was just- also coming off an injury. But we'll have to see. Um, let's see. Jordan Alvarez hit two for twenty. Uh, Altuve was six for twenty-seven. Not not too good. Um, Martin Maldonado. Maldonado, um, is yeah, oh, he's right here. He was four for seventeen, but at two thirty-five, not not too great. I mean, he's, just,
1: he's not a very good offensive catching.
0: And team. then, this is this is this is the big the big stuff here. Um, Christian Javier in three innings gave up four earned runs. Um, Luis Garcia in six point one innings gave up four earned runs, um, and this is the big one. Framber Valdez in four point two innings gave up ten earned runs.
1: It's right there. He had
0: an ERA of nineteen point two nine. You have Blake Taylor who threw two thirds of an inning, um, giving up a run. Uh, they pulled him quickly. Um, Stanick gave up two runs out of the pen. Ryan Presley was good, but you expect that out of Ryan Presley. You expect really that good. Presley.
1: And uh, what was Graveman at? What was Graveman?
0: Is- Graveman threw four innings and gave up one run. He had an ERA of two point two five. Not too bad. No, not bad at all. Um, Yemi Garcia threw four innings, didn't give up a run. He was, he was quite good. Um, I, I mean, it, let me take a look at the Braves, the Braves bullpen. Um, I mean, it's really just Tucker Davidson and Dylan Lee, AJ. Okay. AJ mentor threw 4.2 innings gave up four runs. Not AJ mentor. Wasn't that good. Drew Smiley didn't really play very well. The pitching in the series was, um, hit or miss. You know, was, there were some guys that like, really killed it and some guys that absolutely I stopped. mean,
1: and, and that shows, I mean, Garcia, first game, was phenomenal. Second game, he got rocked. Freed's first game, he was very questionable. Second game, he, he, he just, just he, you know, he, yeah, he dominated. He, he dominated.
0: Uh, I mean,
1: and that's what you expect. I mean, the Braves expect that from such a,
0: I mean, he's,
1: he's no doubt their ace.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I think it's worth mentioning that if Ian Anderson had thrown another game, depending on how how well he did, if he duplicated what he did in his first start and had another chance to start, he he probably would have won a World Series MVP.
1: Oh, he was, uh, and I mean and he he should have all playoffs. I mean Anderson was phenomenal all playoffs.
0: Oh yeah, for sure he was. Um, yeah, I mean obviously, um. He was a part of the almost combined no hitter through five innings, uh, zero hits. He had four strikeouts. Did have three walks, but you know, what are you gonna do?
1: Yeah, that, that sadly that no hitter got it's got
0: it just no one's fault. It just got you know a little blue. Yeah, just beat him to it. And it, I, I believe it was Matzick who gave it up, but it, I, I there went was, it was nothing Magic. really anybody could do because it was just a little just a little dinker to left field. It oh, fell yeah. right. He's from not much area. to do at that point. Yeah, it is what it is. But overall, um, I mean, we see here uh, game one, 6-2 Braves, game two, 7-2 Astros, game three, 2-0 Braves, game four, 3-2 Braves, game five, 9-5 Astros. They they kind of just took that one. And then 7-0 Braves in game six. I, I mean, it, it, I wouldn't say it was a domination, uh, but the Astros just were not very good. They, they 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 had a bad series. They
1: just um, they underperformed so well. And, yeah, and I mean I don't know I don't know if you, what you think. Uh, do you think if the Red Sox have won this year? Do you think that the Red Sox would have posed? A, do you think
0: they would have had the same fate as the Astros, or do you think uh, the Red Sox would have been a better matchup against the Braves? I think the Braves probably would have beaten the Red Sox worse because I think the Red Sox pitching is is not nearly as good as the Astros, and I think. <laughs> With the way the Braves were swinging the bat, I just – I don't know. And, I mean, you could say that Fenway has a better home field advantage than than Houston. I mean, you could definitely argue that. I think that's definitely true because Fenway is insane. Um, but, I don't know. I, I, I think the Braves still would have beat the, the Red Sox. Think, to be honest, I don't think anybody was beating the Braves.
1: Which is – you know, it's, it's kind of ironic to say that because, I mean, the Braves were the lowest wins in –
0: for yeah, division. they had the lowest wins of any postseason 88 team. 88 hey.
1: wins, eighty eight wins, nuts. and and they came in without their superstar, um, and you know a great young pitcher in Soroka, and they ended up losing two starting pitchers in the middle of that, you know, like that's just and they lost Jorge, Jorge was out for uh, um, with COVID, so I mean yeah, Jorge had
0: COVID, I think um, it, it, was he there the oh yeah no he was there the whole World Series, he came back in the NLCS, yeah, because he
1: missed um, he played Game One of the.
0: Uh, DS, and then he missed the next three games. Yeah, cause I, 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 I know we played the whole World Series because literally the first half out of the World Series, he hit an absolute moonshot. Oh, he, so. I mean, and I think it's,
1: I find it so funny because I mean, he's not doing the exact same thing in the game six. I mean, he, I mean, I don't know. if I love watching the home, club, not just because it's the Braves, but I just love he, he, he just kills this ball and he just he just the. Just the way he pips it, I just love it. He just oh yeah like bangs on his chest and like
0: like, like it's just oh it's so good. Not to mention he hit it a country mile. Oh he's it was
1: I have I have the um stat down it was estimated to be uh four hundred and forty-six feet off the plate.
0: Yeah, because he hit it over the uh over the Crawford boxes, over the train tracks. I mean he he that's insane he just yeah he he actually he actually destroyed that ball I was I was absolutely insane I think another thing to highlight here um before we move on is that Jose Altuve had 27 at-bats and struck out uh nine of them he struck out in a third of his at-bats
1: yeah that's um that's that's very uncommon it's, it's uh it's
0: quite poor. I, w- I would say um very sad at least um But, yeah, the World Series was great. I mean, it's it's awesome to see a new team.
1: You know, with this being my first, like, time, like, you know, first year being a a baseball fan and, like, you know, first time sitting down and and watching playoffs, like, oh, this was so enjoyable. I mean, I found myself every every time the Braves were on, I was sitting down and watching the Braves. I mean, I think it was just so enjoyable, obviously because of the outcome. You know, always going to love when your favorite team wins it. But um, I think this is just – it was different because, you know, Yes, you had the Astros bat you had the Asher's in the World Series, but you didn't have the Dodgers. You didn't have one of these you know the common in all teams fighting. Yeah, you yeah, Dodgers. you didn't
0: have one of those juggernauts in there. You
1: had the Braves. Like like I said, the low eighty eight wins. You had the Atlanta Braves win it. Yeah, and you can't it's, write it's, up any better.
0: It's the first one they've won in twenty six years, but it's also the first time they've been in one in twenty six years. So it's you know, I mean, obviously there there are teams that are in Significantly longer droughts. Um, I'm a Mariners fan. We haven't made the playoffs since 2001, so it's coming. It's coming for the Mariners. Oh yeah, no, it is. I I think we'll be good by 2023, 20, 24.
1: Well, I mean, I think if you guys can maybe pick up, you know, someone like Marcus Simeon. I've I've been seeing Marcus Simeon possibly to the um, the Mariners. Obviously, you would know who you what positions you guys need to fill. So, I mean, I, I definitely can see the Mariners making a splash of free agency, definitely. Definitely, since the, the division they are is is
0: arguably probably the best division of baseball. Maybe you know, you got the Astros, Mariners. Um, uh, the A's, A's. Could, be, could still be a threat. Um, now the Rangers and Angels. I think the Angels, if they get Trout back and maybe get a few more pieces, they could be a good team. But the Rangers are. I mean, every division has a bad team. So I think. It, I think the thing with the Angels is it's it's the rotation. I think there's new better pitchers. Yeah, I mean, you
1: got Shohei, and. He's not like, phenomenal at pitching. He's a good pitcher.
0: And, he's, uh, he, okay. Shohei Otani is, like, average to slightly above average pitching. Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: like, like I wouldn't see yes, opposed
0: yeah. to having him pitch. Like,
1: I think the thing with him is, like, when he's pitching, you know you're going to have him hit in the lineup, too. It's, like, at that point, it's, like, you know, you could be an average pitcher, but you know he's, he's, he's a great bat. Like, I mean, you saw what he did this season. That's like, that's that's phenomenal.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. But um, um
1: touching back on the Braves and the Astros, it's gonna be interesting to see what the Braves is uh, off off because you know, Freddie's a free agent, Jorge's a free agent, Eddie's a free agent, Jock's a free agent, and Adam Duval is a free agent. So I mean, obviously I think the Braves are gonna re sign Freddie. I don't I don't say you couldn't. He had such a great World Series Emmy, and it's Freddie. He's such a piece that Atlanta, he's an icon he's like an icon to at Atlanta. Like you think Braves and that's what most people think. Freddie or they think Ronald Gunga. So he's think, been there
0: since two
1: thousand seven. Oh I mean, he's there's no doubt he has to stay. And then uh with the Astros, they lose uh Grinky, uh Verlander, and Correa, and Graveman. And um I don't see Correa I don't see Korea coming potentially,
0: back. Potentially, obviously, potentially. But yeah, I,
1: I don't see Correa potentially coming back. I think he's I think he's all set to go to New York.
0: And the Mets, I'm um, I'm assuming.
1: Well, see, I've seen Mets and Yankees. So I I mean, I don't know. I mean, because if because you know, you got Trevor Story in the in the free agent. So I mean, I could definitely see, you know, maybe Yankees going for Trevor Story. I, I, I see, see the
0: Yankees getting Trevor Story because Carlos Correa and the Yankees have a huge beef.
1: But see, it's it's, it's it's very weird because I've seen I've seen Story to the Yankees. I've seen uh, Corey Seager to the Yankees.
0: I mean, I well, I, I don't the about, Corey Seager's the have, free agent.
1: You have so many good short stocks. you got Correa, Story, Seager, and Baez.
0: Isn't it crazy that the Dodgers losing Seager wouldn't even be that big of a hit to them? Uh, because no. Because they, they just, literally have so many guys. They could, if anything, they just move Mookie to second. and uh, or, Chris, or Chris Taylor, preferably. Or Chris
1: Taylor second, and then move Trey Turner to short. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, move Trey Turner back to short, right? Because he was playing second. Yeah, Turner's playing second. It's crazy, man. The maturation this crazy. year is, it's, it, there's
1: some there's some very good there's some very good uh free agent pieces on the market this year.
0: Oh, I'm really excited. I personally, the guy that I want the most is Corey Seager. I and I I hope we can. Well, it looks like Kyle is not coming back, considering we gave him like a big tribute, and he was crying when he came off the field, his last game. But um, yeah, I wish that I mean, the Seeger brothers could play together. Why did you try
1: to? You know, maybe what, what if you to try to pick up someone like J Ram or Arenado or Brian? Oh, Jose
0: Ramirez or Arenado. Well,
1: Arenado, I think got extended, didn't he? I have him down in free agency. I, if he got extended, I didn't see it. That would be on my part. But um, I believe um, Arenado. I want to I want to say he might. I mean, if anything, I don't see him leaving St. Louis. I think St. Louis is where he's going to be.
0: Um, I want to see if it does have his um, have his contract. Um, well, no, I don't, I don't want his, I don't want his Rockies contract. I, oh yeah. Yeah, he did. He, um, he got extended for six years. He's going to be a Cardinal all the way through 2027. Yeah. I mean, if anything, even if he was a free agent, I, I still don't, I, I, I just don't see him leaving St. Louis. Oh, and the contract is front loaded. That's very interesting. But
1: I mean, you still got, you know, you still, in that case, you still got Jay Ram, Chris Bryant, and me, and, Eduardo
0: Escobar's is not a bad pickup either. No, well, I mean it'll be d- very interesting to see. Obviously, these these uh, these moves are going to take place early December. Um, oh yeah, I mean, I,
1: I like, like I, said, I, I just I I think the Mariners know they're capable of winning. I think I oh, think yeah. the,
0: I think the Mariners know they're
1: capable of winning. I think they know they're capable. of making the playoffs. And I think they're going to show
0: it in free.
1: I really think that Mariners are going to make a splash. Yeah.
0: And I'm honestly, I'm not even talking about the Mariners just because I'm a Mariners fan. I think they might have the brightest future in the league because this season, it's crazy. They had the lowest batting average and the lowest amount of hits in the league and still were like one game out of the playoffs. Yeah. Ridiculous. But um, I don't know how it happens, but we have, one of the best farm systems in the league. Um, Julio Rodriguez is MVP caliber. I'm telling you, he's insane. Um, Jared Kelnick needs experience. He picked it up throughout the year, but uh, yeah, we'll to see yeah. How, how he and, works out. And
1: when you talk about feature, do you talk about prospect wise, or are you just talk about the whole? I, I think prospect wise. I think
0: I think, um, and, and I think the main thing that I'm I, I, that I was about to touch on is that we put ourselves out there as a free agent destination. Yeah, you know, guys, I think guys want to play for us significantly more now that we just won 90 games with, yeah. I, I think, a below average roster. So,
1: oh, oh yeah, I mean, and what you did have Kyle Lewis that you know, that's a big, oh, yeah, not to
0: mention we didn't have Kyle Lewis.
1: So, if, like, I mean, obviously, you know, like, like you said, future wise, you got Kelnick, you got uh,
0: a Julio Jay Rodriguez,
1: Rod. I mean, um. Who's who's the pitcher you guys have that's a very
0: good prospect? Uh we have uh Logan Gilbert, we have Emerson Hancock. Um, Logan Gilbert, Emerson Hancock. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out there's why am I why why am I, I I'm literally I'm literally a Mariners fan. I can't I can't um I can't I can't. But Gilbert um, but Gilbert, Gilbert pitched a little this year, didn't no, he? No, yeah, no, Gilbert, Gilbert was pretty good this year. I mean he wasn't like outstanding but he was good never uh, george, i mean let, let me see here so it's julio yeah. rodriguez noel v Marte.
1: noel v marty
0: that's another one i'm thinking of i can't george think of george kirby emerson hancock harry ford who we drafted this year zach deloach brandon williamson um yeah it's a it's a very good system it's very,
1: yeah it's a very good system it's a
0: very good system uh we'll have to see um i think maybe the orioles are at the top
1: Maybe I'm I not think, sure. I think the Orioles might be the top. You know, Adley
0: is the best prospect. The Orioles, prospect. the Rays. Um, it's crazy. I mean, I'm ready to see the uh the future of baseball. Oh we're yeah, gonna, it's gonna we're kind of gonna, gonna flip the page a little bit. Oh, it's gonna be great. That's yeah, gonna be
1: awesome. Um, but, especially since you have um, you got you know, Buster's retiring and Miguel Cabrera's retiring, and because Miguel Cabrera's retired, am I right? Or did I just think that in my head for some
0: reason? I might just find out. Are you too. are you um are you dreaming this? I might be dreaming this. No, he, he he did not retire. It says he it says he wants Justin Verlander to come back to Detroit, and I can promise everybody listening that that is not going to happen.
1: Uh, I might find it. That's my I might fought it because of what's called his
0: home um, his a five hundred home run. So yeah, but no, you are correct about Buster Posey. Buster Posey did retire yesterday. I
1: yeah, he did the yesterday. So I don't know. This would be interesting because I'm I'm trying to think. Who, I know who they have the backup, and the like the prospect catcher. He's one of the top uh, prospects in uh, their organization. So it'll be interesting to see how they uh, replace him.
0: Yeah, it, it'll be super cool to see. Um, yeah, you know, the Tigers. The Tigers have a very bright future. You know, with Torkelson, Riley Green. Um, I think the catcher you're thinking of is um, Dylan Dingler.
1: No, um, for the Giants, I'm thinking of uh Jody Oh for the Bart. Giants.
0: Oh, I thought you were talking about the Tigers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Joey Bart.
1: Yeah, Joey Bart. That's what I yeah, think. Joey Bart,
0: yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah it'll, it'll be fun I, to see. I, I think it'd be great. Oh yeah, for sure. Um moving on to uh, a, a a topic that, that you and I discuss a lot, you know. We we always we always talk about this. Well, um, is that know, it's, it's fun, it's fun, yeah. You know. Oh um, it's, fun. it's I think it's your favorite. I don't I, I don't really have a favorite like sports league, sports whatever. But college football has been heating up recently. Um, uh, this season's been absolutely crazy. Oh, it's it's been I think one of the better seasons just because it's different. Oh yeah, and uh, I mean maybe not for your Clemson Tigers, obviously, uh, but you know. you know, it's uh, it, it's good to see, it's good to see um, a switch flipped, you know, just to, just to see a different yeah. top twenty five. Um, I mean. Recent playoff rankings, I'm I'm not I'm not so sure about those, but I'm very um, very
1: questionable. Yeah, but honestly, gone. that's
0: what makes it fun, you know. I I mean, I, if you see the same teams every year, like I mean, the the top four that everybody like every everybody sixty plus years old wants to see is probably Alabama, Ohio State, um, Clemson, and Oklahoma. That's what everybody wants to see. Yeah, but it can't be that every year, and you know you gotta. You know, get some new teams in there. Um, conference championships really screw everything up, man. I'm telling That's you. That's going
1: to be interesting. The conference champions are going to be really interesting to see, especially, you know, because, you know, Michigan State still has Ohio State on the schedule. I mean, West Michigan State loses to Ohio State, and they're a one off team, and then you have um, – well, because they, they can't compete in the – because Michigan, Ohio State, and Michigan, if I'm correct, are all in the same division in the Big Ten. So I don't. It's gonna be interesting who they play in the, um, I want to say the, east, uh, the, west. I want to say it's the other. I want to say Ohio State I'm right east of it. Yeah, it'd yeah, be interesting yeah. to say yeah. play west because I mean, you got um. I guess it would be Ohio State in a way because if Ohio State Michigan, then that's a two loss Michigan team, and then Ohio State would be the lone
0: undefeated in conference play. Got the Big Ten standings for you here. Let me see. Um, so. In the East, it looks like, yeah, Ohio State's at the top. Um, then Michigan State, followed by Michigan. And then the rest, honestly, it doesn't really matter. And Maryland, Penn State, they don't really have a shot. And uh, so far in the West, the top three teams, well, let's go top four, uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Purdue, and Iowa. So that it's really up for grabs. Um, Purdue beat Iowa, Wisconsin beat Iowa. So I don't. I think it's gonna be Iowa. Um,
1: I I I think it might be Minnesota.
0: I mean, yeah, Minnesota. Minnesota's been very good. They are four and one in the conference. They are on a four game win streak. Um, we'll have to see, but I think. I mean, no, I I think whoever from the East makes it, like,
1: example, Ohio it, State, it,
0: Michigan State, Michigan, they're going to win the Big. They're gonna win. Yeah, they're going to win. I mean, I, I can probably stamp that right now. I mean, I, there's no way they lose to a Minnesota. I, I mean, obviously there's a chance anybody can beat anybody in college football. Exactly, yeah. It. Um, but it's going to be crazy to see, honestly. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on here. Um, if you guys listening, if you didn't know, uh, the recent top four in the playoff rankings – uh, number one is Georgia, number two is Alabama, number three is Michigan State, number four is Oregon. And I think everybody is flipping out about the Oregon pick, and rightfully so, because I think it's absolutely ridiculous that you're going to put Oregon over, say, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Michigan, Oklahoma. Um, I mean, here's the, simple,
1: but here's the thing I give to Oregon. Win, Oregon did beat Ohio State, but the fact that they're over, undefeated Cincinnati, undefeated Oklahoma. What made Oklahoma and Cincinnati drop so much? That's what I want to. Know. What well, what 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 do they see in them that we don't see that was
0: like, hey, you know, they're not. They shouldn't be in the top four. I I think the main thing, um, the main thing that really, I that I really hate about the Oregon at number four is that they lost to a three and five Stanford team.
1: Exactly. And
0: I think that's a. I mean, that's a really bad loss. Obviously, Michigan's loss is to. 8 0 Michigan State. And I think I would prefer Michigan over Oregon. I would prefer Oklahoma over Oregon, especially with Caleb Williams. Oh, I, um, I think they're Oklahoma. Over. Cincinnati, look, I, I I hated it at first. And I, 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 I like Cincinnati. I think they're a really cool team. They're not even number one in their division, man. Um, but I don't know. They they played They've played such a weak schedule, and you can't look past that. Yeah, um, they beat Navy by a touchdown. I, yeah, mean, I, mean, I mean, I have the past two games. They beat Navy
1: twenty-seven to twenty. Navy's two and six. They beat Tulane thirty-one and
0: twelve. Tulane's one and seven. Yeah, and we watched that game. Cincinnati scored a late touchdown in 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 garbage time to extend that lead. I mean, they it, do. Have- it really was not a dominating win for Cincinnati at all. The thing with Cincinnati
1: though is they do they do have a credible win on their um, schedule. They did beat Notre Dame early in the season, and that's a good that's a credible win. I will give them that one. But my fear is, um, you know, Cincinnati hasn't looked like Cincinnati in the past two weeks, in my opinion. And they still have SMU, and I want to say SMU and Houston
0: on their schedule. SMU and Houston, they they do not play Houston. They have. They play Tulsa tomorrow. They play USF the the following week on huh, Friday. Then they play SMU and then East Carolina, who lost to my South Carolina Gamecocks. So that should be an easy win. The
1: question, but the question I would ask is: Say Cincinnati wins and they beat SMU, and we're going to call SMU a credible win because SMU is a good team. We I think SMU through. is a
0: pretty good team. Yeah, we,
1: we'll give that. We'll give that. That's a good win. And say so they go on and they play. I guess they said they put Houston in the in the championship game. They beat Houston. That's a credible win. If if Cincinnati at that point still doesn't get into the playoffs with and they're undefeated and they have wins against Notre Dame, uh, Houston and SMU and they don't get in the playoffs, what does that say about the? What do you think that? What do you think the college football sends uh, the sends in that that message?
0: Do you think? That's I think like, that I think okay. that would be bogus. I honestly do. Um, I I
1: just I don't I don't see that happening. But if you know. We've yeah. seen crazy things happen in the
0: CFP playoffs. I and, mean, um, honestly, it's not a guarantee that Cincinnati is going to make the playoffs if they win all those games because, I mean, we see that, I mean, they're 8-0 right now, and they dropped them from 2-6. to six And, I mean, honestly, looking back on it, it you can – I mean, it's kind of valid because beating a 2-6 and six Navy team by 7 is – is, is bad, and, and and to be completely honest, the the Notre Dame win really isn't that great because Notre Dame honestly is not a great team, and um, you know, people can can come at me. And I run, think Notre know. Dame's also one of the teams that get away from they get away from one of those
1: easier schedules.
0: Yeah, which is which is weird, honestly,
1: because I just I just I just I, just, I, just, I don't. I mean, it's very possible we've seen the CF. I think the CFP basically staying to these power these no, no group five teams is like. Yeah, we don't care if you're undefeated, but we want you to go out and we want you to just, just, just beat everyone, like just destroy everyone. Yeah, you, don't you, can't, you, you can't, can't be really close do games, that. you can't be games are harms your chances. And and I I, I think, you know, I'm one of the persons like, you know, give Cincinnati a shot. I mean, we saw them against Georgia last year, they didn't look bad in the Sugar Bowl against Georgia. Give them a shot. Now, do I think yeah. they're gonna compete? Do I think this Cincinnati team competes with that Georgia team, this Georgia team now?
0: No, yeah, no, I, no. because that the, the Georgia team this year is significantly different.
1: But I, I just think it, it's, it's you know, it's kind of like what, what are they trying to say when they drop Cincinnati from two to six? Are they trying yeah. to tell us that hey, we don't think Cincinnati's what we think they are? Or are they saying that Cincinnati doesn't play? And it's obvious Cincinnati does not play the schedules that say Georgia, Bamba, Michigan State, what they play, but I mean. It's it's kind of hard to argue because I mean Oregon Oregon plays in the Pac twelve and Oregon I mean the Pac twelve I would say the American Conference might be if not like right, no if I mean if not better equal to Pac twelve in strength I think the American
0: honestly is better than the ACC yeah the American is better than the ACC I would one hundred percent agree with that um okay I kind of I kind of wanted to segue into the ACC um. Uh, the best team in the ACC right now is Wake Forest, and Wake Forest should not be number eight.
1: It should I, I, not be, they're number nine, but I, it's just like, oh, number hard, oh, wait,
0: they're number oh, they're number nine. That's right, that's right, that's right. I I, I gotta see more from Wake Forest.
1: I mean, they give up what 56 points to get army.
0: I will, I'll read you their entire slate this year. It, it's not very impressive. They beat an old Dominion team 42 to 10. Cool, you're supposed to beat old Dominion, <laughs> exactly. Um, you beat Norfolk State forty-one to sixteen. I don't want to be nitpicky, but it's Norfolk State. They beat Florida State by twenty-one. Who is hot recently? But Florida State's not good. They beat Virginia by twenty. I feel like Virginia's been okay recently. Virginia beat. Been for good. Um, they beat Louisville by three. They beat Syracuse by three. They let Army score fifty-six points in beating them seventy to fifty-six, and they beat Duke last week. 45 to 7, and Duke is a horrible, very bad. So, I mean, I think, um, I think they have make, not played a good team yet this year. You make a
1: good point with the Syracuse and Louisville. I mean, I, mean, I think Louisville, Louisville, you know, it's and it's kind of weird to think because you know, Scott Satterfield's first year in Louisville, they were eight and four, and then they just they just they hit, they hit the cliff and they're just down. I don't know what's up. And Syracuse is Syracuse is just not a very good team,
0: yeah. Um, and I, they, its kind of crazy that they were—they uh, were flexing a, a win over a three and five Duke team. And, and, and I just—I get—I get, I get your rivalry, but it just yeah. okay, here is my point. The, the point I, I want to make with that, uh, Wake Forest is ranked over Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Auburn, Texas A&M. Reese, I want you to give me what your prediction would be in an Auburn Louisville game. I mean. We
1: saw what Louisville played. Who the start of the year? They played a um Ole Miss. Ole Miss. I mean, I, I there's I just don't see Louisville even. You know Auburn would I think and would to dominate that game. I mean, and, we saw. And
0: Auburn, Auburn is four spots below Wake Forest. Might I add?
1: Exactly. I mean, I mean, yes, we can make the assumption that every team has a bad game, but three games in a, I mean, two games in a row where you give up, you beat a team. Two really underperforming teams that have three
0: points each. It's like, yeah. Um, and just, um, they let Louisville score, hold on, I believe it was, yeah, they let Louisville score 34. And they let Syracuse score 37. And then, why on it? Um, do they still play NC State? Wait for us. The, the remaining games are uh, North Carolina NC State Clemson and Boston College they're
1: losing they're gonna lose somewhere in that,
0: that so. I, I think they lose to NC State personally but... I,
1: I mean I'm not trying to sound but I just I think I think Clemson is gonna give them the challenge I think I think it's because it's in Clemson and Clemson's two losses had come on the road and I think Clemson's looked better when they're at home this season. I think that Clemson could give the a challenge but I think if anybody beats them it's NC State, yeah. I mean, Devin Leary's been a great quarterback this year.
0: Devin Leary has been very good, yeah.
1: And as much as I don't like him, um, their coach, I can't forget his name, uh, Dorna or Doroff. How do you say his name? Dorian. I'm sorry about – Dave Doran. Um, Dave Doran.
0: NC, St- NC State's coach? Yeah, Dave Doran. Yeah, Dave, yeah, Dave Doran.
1: Um, he's, a, he's a good coach as much as I don't like him. So, I mean, it, it will be interesting to see. I, mean, I think the, the, they should beat North Carolina this week. North
0: Carolina's a very underperforming team. Ooh. I just realized that um Boston College started four and and lost four straight. I know Boston
1: College is having a uh, quarterback issues. I know they had just had a, they just settled the quarterback competition. The Man, I'm competition. telling you, if they had Phil Jerkovic, I think oh, they would be He's so good. I mean Phil I Jerkovic I watched, is very I, watched I watched him personally, I watched him live last year against Clemson and he, he, he gave us he gave us I mean, Boston College and Joe Joe guess a ride for money, but he, he's good.
0: Yeah, I mean, oh, excuse me. Um, I can name multiple teams on this top twenty-five that could beat Wake Forest. I think, I think Oklahoma State would beat them. I think Baylor would beat them. Auburn, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Kentucky, NC State, um, Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, they're just they, – they do not deserve to be in that spot. I get it. I get it. I get it. They've, they've won every game that they've played. But you have to look at strength of schedule. It, I, I mean, you could you could say the same with Cincinnati. Um, but Cincinnati is playing at a higher level than, than Wake Forest. Oh,
1: exactly. I mean, Cincinnati might not be like – yes, might not be producing offensively like Wake Forest. But their defense – defensively they're much better. So,
0: and and I would like to to ask all um, all listeners right now, other than Sam Hartman, their quarterback, n- can you name a player off the top of your head that plays for Wake Forest? I can't even. Name a player off the yeah, floor. and Reese follows the ACC like religiously. So, um, I'm um, I uh, thinking back on the top twenty five. I want to pull up
1: the um, you know the fact that. Where's UTSA? I don't know if you know much about UTSA. They're undefeated, and yes, they like Cincinnati. They play a very bad schedule. But I mean, I mean, uh, what's Cincinnati? What's I mean, San Diego State? Is their schedule like provide, posing to be any better? I, mean, I will,
0: I will pull up San Diego State for you. Um, I, I think it's
1: it's gonna be interesting because UTSA has their, their it's their toughest game this week. They put the
0: Sun Bowl against UTEP,
1: and Utah six and two. So I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see because I mean. I, I pulled it and I think the person the best the most notable win this year for Utah State, it's like it's a three and six Illinois team.
0: Yeah, I, I was gonna say I, I would fish and say Illinois knocked off Penn State and U T S A beat Illinois. So I mean I I don't know. Um the the thing with uh, the thing with San Diego State, um they beat a New Mexico State team by eighteen. They beat Arizona by a lot. Arizona's one of the worst teams. To oh, Arizona that's terrible. Um they beat Utah by two in overtime. That's um, not a bad win. They beat Towson by 27. They beat New Mexico by 24. They beat San Jose State in overtime. Um, They beat Air Force by six. And then their, their one the one ranked team that they played was Fresno State, and they lost by 10.
1: And, and Air Force is a really good win. Air Force, I think, six and two or something like Air that. Air Force
0: is six and two.
1: The Air Force is a good win. That's a good one to have.
0: Um I a problem that I find, and I think personally ah, I'm trying I'm 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 trying to think if this is the worst one. Yeah, I do. I think I think the worst one on here, the the worst ranking on this entire top twenty-five has got to be BYU at number fifteen. It's so bad. I mean BYU is not even close not even remotely close to being a top 15 team not even top 25 I don't believe I the the BYU yes they're independent they can they can play pretty much anybody they okay they played Baylor I will say they they lost to Baylor by two touchdowns um I will read you. I will read you their schedule. It, it's it's quite awful. I, I'm I'm slurring my words and I'm messing up my sentences because I, it just infuriates me that BYU is a And the as thing are.
1: with the, the thing with BYU is, you know, I think what their problem is is they control their schedule. You know, they're not they're not confined to play these teams. Like say, like a team like you know, um, you know, Wake Forest, who has to play these weak ACC teams. BYU needs control who they play, and they're scheduling these teams. You know, BYU's got to understand, the committee's going to take the strength of schedule for a group five more in context than they will for a power five team. Yeah. Especially a team that's independent.
0: Yeah. Um, I think, all right, you know what, I, I'm going to read you BYU's schedule, and I want you to tell me whether or not you think this team should be number 15. They beat Arizona by eight. That. They beat Utah by 9. Okay, whatever. They beat Arizona State by 10. They beat USF by 8. USF terrible. They beat Utah State by 2 touchdowns. They lost to the Boise State by 9. Boise, They lost to the, under, under- the Baylor by 2 touchdowns. They beat Wazoo by 2. And they beat Virginia 66-49. to Virginia is not bad. They're 6-3. and three. I think um, Virginia is their best win. Let me see. Yeah, Virginia's their best win. And they lost to a I don't know. I don't I don't think Boise State is too good, right? I don't I think Boise's um I'll be like Boise. Boise is uh four and four this year. Yeah, and then they lost to a good Baylor team. But do you really think BYU should be ahead of Ole Miss? Whose two no. losses are against Alabama and who did they lose to last week? Why am I blinking? Uh, was it Auburn? Al- yeah, Alabama and Auburn. You're going to you're gonna put them over Alabama, uh, over Ole Miss, who lost to Alabama and Auburn. And I you're going to put them over, let's say, I mean, I even say, like, Pittsburgh. I mean, like, Let us take into account Matt Corral didn't play the Auburn game. He got hurt really early in the game. There's no way that anyone can convince me that BYU is better than the remaining teams on this top 25. I agree with you there. I mean, I agree with you there. BYU I think the worst the worst game is the Arizona game. I know they won, but people really don't get how bad Arizona is.
1: I mean, look at Ole Miss. They beat uh, Arkansas. Is not a bad win, and Tennessee's not a bad win. And they have Liberty, who's a great Group of Five team, a Group Five team, and they beat them. I mean,
0: and then they play Texas A the week after. Oh my goodness. I, I just like just for fun, like I clicked on um I clicked on Arizona's schedule just to see what they what they did. I didn't realize that they lost to Northern Arizona. Oh no, Arizona's it's... Arizona is quite bad. I mean it, Arizona, Yukon, Vanderbilt, even though yes, I I know my my uh, my game cacks, They uh they they should have lost to Vanderbilt. I'm gonna be honest. But the
1: thing with the thing of Arizona is Arizona has been good since Scooby Wright. I don't know if you remember Scooby Wright, either. I know Scooby
0: Wright. He was the uh, he was a linebacker, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Arizona has been good since them,
1: because even when they had um Khalil Tate, they were not. They were very a below good. average team.
0: Yeah. Uh, Nick Foles, Arizona legend. Um,
1: Rob Gronkowski.
0: <laughs> Rob Gronkowski, I'm telling you. Um, You know, I'm really disappointed in Pittsburgh. I, I, I Well, losing to Miami, whatever. I mean, my, losing to Miami wasn't terrible. I mean, it's I mean, not – No, we have
1: like, to point out. Miami's quarterback was
0: – Miami's safe. backup quarterback is good. Keep in mind, De'Aaron King is out for the year. Um, so, they were playing their backup quarterback, and he – played like he was better than the Eric King so um but what really hurts Pittsburgh is that loss to Western Michigan I really don't know how they lost that game I don't know how they lost that game either um if we go if we go look at it um it definitely wasn't Kenny Pickett's fault tell you that um Kenny Pickett had six touchdowns that game but Pickett's um, phenomenal they they had a decent run game. Nope, they didn't actually. Kenny Pickett averaged five yards per carry, but their running backs got nothing going. Um Western Michigan. They pounded the rock. Their quarterback played well. I don't know. I mean, I, I do I do want to see um, Western Michigan. They are five and four. Yeah, I just I hate that. I hate that. Really, I do. I, I, I'm, I'm very disappointed in Pittsburgh because I really like Kenny Pickett. He's so good. Definitely in the Heisman running. Um, I don't think he'll win it because I think for a guy to win it and he's like not on a very successful team, you have to be like a guy like Lamar who like yeah. played in big games, um, you know, absolutely like carried his team. Like, Lamar Jackson carried Louisville. Oh, like, no, people was, don't he was, understand. He put them on his back. Oh, yeah, and, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think Kenny Pickett has has that, That you know, I just don't think he's, he's at that level. Um, I think Bryce Young could get it, as crazy as it sounds. I think Caleb Williams should be in the running. Um, I mean, there's so many, so many, like – Caleb Williams, yeah,
1: he obviously has a smaller sample size than every quarterback that, you know, Young, Correll, Shroud, Williams, Hartman, Picky, Obviously, you know, Williams has a smaller sample size. But the fact he already has 14 touchdowns, and he's played, you know, started how many games, and he's already caught up to Matt Correll. Correll has 15 touchdowns for two interceptions.
0: I would already say – okay, here's what I'd say. If Oklahoma finishes, finishes the season undefeated, and Caleb Williams has somewhat identical numbers to the guys at the top, I think he has to win it. I mean, I just think he's been such a it, – it's
1: obvious how much better Oklahoma is under him.
0: Yeah, Spen- Spencer Rattler is not a bad player. I'm, I'm, not, gonna, I'm not gonna. Da- I'm not going to bash him on that. I don't like him as a person. I'm not a- going to get into that either. I just think he's a bad leader. And we're he not is. Like He's this. a terrible leader, and everybody. If you're, if you don't believe me, you should go watch um hit some some uh, some clips from QB one under the lights. Um, you're you're not gonna like it. You're not um, gonna like it.
1: But speaking of the high does watch us. It's all quarterbacks. And you and me talked about this. But underdog Kenneth Walker.
0: I think Kenneth Walker's the front runner for me He's right now.
1: Been amazing.
0: He's been very very good. All um
1: five touchdowns. And arguably, Michigan State's biggest
0: game of the year so far, five touchdowns. Kenneth Kenneth Walker is absolutely unreal. Um, nobody – I mean, nobody really likes to, 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 you know, talk about running backs in the Heisman Watch unless you're Derrick Henry. But it's crazy. Um, Kenneth Walker, through eight games, um, has 1,100 yards, close to 1,200. 14 touchdowns and he's averaging 6.8 yards per carry that's, that's it's just absolutely ridiculous it's, it's ridiculous. not like anything i've seen i mean i've seen things like this but actually, yeah but like for this to like not really be talked about that much i mean i'm sure that there are a lot of people talking about it obviously but on the like, national like, a lot though. of the fans like outside of like analysts and, and people like that i mean i've heard i hear a lot of fans talking about like Kenny Pickett, and um, I heard some people say Carson Strong. Carson Strong's very good, but no, I think he, he Kenneth
1: Walker isn't getting the national attention that he
0: deserves to have. I think he did last week, but I think he needs more, honestly. And that's I, probably me yeah. being petty, but um, I think Kenneth Walker needs even more attention than he's getting because he's that good. Um, real quick, I, I, I just want to um, I just want to get your your opinions on these. Um, we're we're gonna do a little bit of a pick 'em. I am I am on the page of of our, our college football slate this week, and I just want to see you know what, uh, what, what who you got in these games, and I'll, yeah. I'll tell you the lines um, as well. Um, some of these will blow your mind. Um, we'll go through. I'll, we'll both make our picks. We'll, we'll we'll go through this this first page, and, and we'll leave it at that. All right. So this one's easy: Missouri at Georgia. Georgia, Georgia. Bye.
1: Don't, we don't need to talk about Missouri. Missouri's UGA gonna,
0: minus thirty nine point five is the line. That's no. accurate. I don't think they're
1: gonna. I don't think they I think Missouri will cover
0: that. I think
1: Missouri's yeah, better, uh, good enough to cover that. I don't. Cause I haven't seen Georgia really done do that in a. You know, like, go win by that many in a couple weeks.
0: Yeah, I mean. South Carolina covered the spread against Georgia and that's that's quite that's that's quite surprising. Um Ohio State at Nebraska. Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State minus fourteen point five. I don't I don't know
1: who needs to tell Nebraska. But Scott Frost is not the answer.
0: Yeah, he I mean, has he had time to recruit? I think. That's that I think that's the main thing you gotta look at. And I think he has had time to recruit. But yeah. I, I I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot to think about. Um, Wake Forest at North Carolina. Wake Forest. I I just I, I don't buy North Carolina. Not gonna, you're not going to believe the line. Is it North Carolina? North Carolina minus two point five. That's crazy. I, I I didn't believe it. I I did not believe it. Um, Liberty at Ole Miss.
1: It depends. If Matt Corral plays, Ole Miss. If Matt Corral doesn't play. I'm going
0: Liberty. It looks like Matt Corral is set to start. Then I'm going to go Ole here. Yeah. I'm going to take the upset and say Liberty just because I think it'd be fun. That's literally my explanation. <laughs> um, um, Boring one. Illinois at Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota minus 14 and a half is the line. I'm going to take Minnesota as well. Yeah, Minnesota. Um, oh, I didn't say. I am taking Ohio State over, over Nebraska. and I am. I am taking um, – ooh, I'm going to take North Carolina over Wake Forest, personally. I I, I think Wake Forest is going to lose upset, the man, first decent – they're going to lose to the first decent team that they play. Um, I think it's going to be NC State. Let's see. Pittsburgh at Duke.
1: If Duke were to pull off an upset, that world must be in it. Yeah,
0: I'm going to say Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh be is favored by 21. Yeah. Um, oh – Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Michigan State at Purdue. <sighs> the thing with Purdue is Purdue
1: is for some reason they always seem to upset
0: someone at home. They do. We've seen Ohio State in the past. We've seen, I think it was Iowa. Well, I thought no, Iowa- not, no, I'm not talking about this year because, honestly, in retrospect, that was not an upset. I, that game was at Iowa. Yeah, true. The I mean the Ohio State one is obviously what comes to mind. Yeah, you know, I think Michigan State's on their high horse. I don't think that Purdue's gonna be able to do it. Yeah, I'm. I'm taking Michigan State as well, but Michigan State is only favored minus three. I just I don't like
1: that. I just don't like spreads. I just.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm saying these for, for, you know, just, just for, you know, just to see what their opinion is and just to, you know, see, like, just put it out there, like, like what they think will happen just so we can look back on this and, and see if they were incredibly right or incredibly wrong. Yeah. Uh, Tulsa at Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I'm taking Cincinnati as well. It's Cincinnati minus two, 22 and a half. That's perfect. I'm actually going to stop saying spreads. This is getting tiring. Um, <laughs> Navy at Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I'm Not taking Notre Dame as well. Um, Oklahoma State at West Virginia.
1: Dude, that, that's actually a better game than what people think. I mean, they are going to Morgantown. I I think Oklahoma State's going to win. But oh, yeah, you know, I, yeah. Personally, I, I, I think. Too. Wait for. I think West Virginia. I said wait for it. I think West Virginia could put up a
0: uh, fight. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. For sure. Um, Baylor at TCU. Baylor.
1: Yeah, I'm as well. I think TCU's, you know, with them just firing Gary or not firing, but I, they fired him, they let him they he resigned. Um yeah. So I just think TCU's just on their little on the downturn right now.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um Auburn at Texas AM.
1: I'm gonna go Auburn for the sole fact that I don't think uh Calzada is the the best. I think Auburn it, you know, I think Nix is having a pretty good hit here. Um, the running back, I can't think of his name, but he's really good.
0: Oh, um, Tank Bigsby. Yeah, so I, I think I think it could be Auburn. I'm going to take Texas A&M because Texas A&M has a good defense. They have some elite, elite players that are coming out for the draft this year. Um, And that obviously doesn't tell the whole story, but – um. I think, I think they can get it done. And Calzada gets the job done, um, and Isaiah Spiller is unreal. So, we'll um, see how that goes. Um, We honestly should just skip over this one. Idaho State at BYU. I wonder who we're going to take.
1: Idaho State or BYU.
0: Idaho State <laughs> or BYU. That's a tough one, isn't I'm going, it? I'm going the Bengals of Idaho State. Ah, uh, you're 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 a funny guy. You're a funny guy. Um nah, BYU. Yeah, I'm taking BYU as well. Um Wisconsin at Rutgers. I'm actually gonna go out of Lake here. I, I'm gonna say Rutgers. I'm gonna say Rutgers as well. I I dude, Wisconsin's really that they aren't those guys, I'm telling you. They, they are not those guys. They aren't those guys. Um Mississippi State at Arkansas. I like this game a lot. I'm taking Mississippi State. I'm gonna take Mississippi State
1: for the sole fact that I think Arkansas is beat up.
0: Yeah, Arkansas. They. I think. I think they're burned out. I think they. They had their height, and I think. I think it's done. Um, NC State at Florida State. NC State. I'm taking NC State as well. They're only favored by two points.
1: I get Florida State's on their high. Uh, it's on a high, a
0: hot streak right now, but. Yeah, I'm gonna take NC State. Um, LSU at Alabama, Alabama. Nah, I'm taking Bama as well. Um, Tennessee at Kentucky. I am taking Tennessee. I'm gonna take Kentucky. I'm gonna take Tennessee. I mean, one an underrated guy that not a lot of people talk about is Hendon Hooker. He is. No, Hendon I mean, he
1: Hooker is good. No, I mean Hendon Hooker
0: is unreal.
1: He was good at Virginia Tech. And oh so,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He definitely was. I, I, I love watching Kendon Hooker as much as I hate Tennessee. Um, Iowa at Northwestern. Iowa. I'm taking Iowa too. Northwestern's just falling really... off so hard. Um, Boise State at Fresno State. Fresno State. Fresno I'm, State's I'm, amazing. No, I think a, they're I'm really I'm, good. I'm going to take Fresno State. Um, Oregon at Washington. Oregon. I'm taking Oregon. Washington's really bad. Uh, they're four and four, but that four and four not good for not Jimmy good Lake.
1: There, it's not been good for Jimmy Lake.
0: Yeah, they lost to Montana in week one. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sold. Um, Indiana at Michigan, Michigan. I'm as much as, Michigan. as I love Indiana, Indiana's just they've been so, so disappointed this year. Indiana is two and six and zero and five in the Big Ten. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, and then the final game on here is San Diego State at Hawaii. San Diego state. Yeah. I'm taking San Diego state too. Um, yeah, that's, that's like the main, the main games on this slate, but, um, I think we're going to close this out with just looking at the NBA a little bit. I, I, I'm really big on the NBA. I watch a lot of it. Um, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Um, the Hornets were the two seed, I think like four days ago. And now they're the nine seed. Um, (laughs) And obviously there's, there's a small amount of games. So the, the Hornets are two games back from the, from being in second place and from being in first place. But it's, it's crazy to see the jumps. Um, my Brooklyn nets are on a three game win streak. The 76ers are on a five game win streak. Um, the jazz are seven and one Luca has not been playing well. The Mavericks are five and three. Um, the Grizzlies are five and three. Um, but I think the main thing I'm going to touch on uh you know what I've seen in the NBA um the, the disappointing teams. Milwaukee yeah. has started 4 and 4. They haven't really got it going. They were extremely good in their first game against Brooklyn. Um, they they killed us man. They they destroyed us. Giannis can't really be stopped. I don't Reese, how do you I want to I, I just want to ask how do you guardianus
1: You can't.
0: Yeah, you physically, you physically cannot.
1: It's, it's an issue already with his wingspan. It's yeah. or the and, even in his height. And now he can shoot the ball somewhat decently, there's it's over
0: it's, with, bro. It's over with. I'm telling you, if he if he can start hitting threes, it's over with. Uh the Boston Celtics, oh my gosh. And, well well, let me let me pull it up. The, the the Boston Celtics, I think, are the main thing I want to talk about here. Um, I I think I, I think I talked to you about this, but um, Marcus Smart apparently has lost his mind. Um, you, you did bring this up to me. Yeah, it, there's no. I think it's no secret that there's no leadership on the Celtics. I mean, you could say Al Horford or anybody like that. I I think it's bad to say that Marcus Smart is your leader. Um, personally. I just don't i i don't really think marcus smart's a great player um great defender but I, and, I, and i think he's just kind of an alpha dog i think he's he he he's not he's he's not the nicest guy i'll tell you that um but i, I i'm trying to find i'm trying to find his his exact quote um if i can't find it i'll, I'll kind of just just give a rundown but um,
1: I think I, I do like you he, he, he you make a good point when he he's not a good leader you see you seem smart on the court you see how he acts sometimes yeah. you know he flops he tries to draw he tries to do these, oh, sad right stuff That's
0: I do have the man. quote do have the quote and it's really sad it, it, like I, I'm not a Celtics guy Re- very much not a Celtics guy but this this is really sad and and it 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 kind of it kind of sucks to see that something's going on like this. Um, Marcus Smart um, was asked about you know the ball movement and and what the team could have done better. He said every team knows we're trying to go to Jason and Jalen. Every team is programmed and studied to stop Jason and Jalen. Everybody's scouting reporters to make those guys try to pass the ball. They don't want to pass the ball. That's something they're going to have to learn. They're still learning. We're proud of the progress they're making, but they're going to have to make another step. Now, you could look at that and say, man, that's just constructive criticism. That's, you know, this, that, this, that. When asked a question like that, you can't throw your two – those are the stars of the team. There's no other guy. Yeah when you throw your two stars under the bus for the team's lack of success, it's not ever going to work. Now, do I think Jason Tatum is is taking bad shots as well as Jalen Brown? Yes, I do. I do think that they're taking shots that they should not be taking because they're low percentage shots, but it's not like giving the ball to Marcus smart or Dennis Schroeder is going to give you any better chance to win. And we've seen Jason Tatum do it. I mean, when he was 19, he's only 19. When he was 19, he somewhat took the Celtics to the Eastern Conference Finals and played against LeBron and took them to game seven. So yeah. I'm not a Jason Tatum guy. Jason Tatum is a very good player. Um, but for Marcus Smart to come out and say something like that, I, I think it's ridiculous because I think it, it needs to be a private team matter. That, yeah, no, be, no, yeah. Probably. I've heard a lot of people say that too, and I agree. You can't, you can't come out and say something like that publicly. Especially you can't.
1: on your team, like you said, not especially when it's about your team's best two players. And it sounds almost like smart trying to like state that, like that you know, Brown and Tatum aren't the best players in a sort of way, and that they, you know, they need to get the ball up to the team's the players that are doing it. And it sounds like he's almost trying to you know, maybe compare himself, say he has the that 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 skill level and yeah. he could be could the one be. to solve
0: it. So it could be. Um it's, it's just and and there's no there's no other guy on that team beside those two. That that can really make a, a huge impact in my opinion. Exactly. Um Al Horford's like 50 years old. Marcus Smart is not a good offensive player. Dennis Schroeder has been a liability. I just no, I, I mean Aaron Neesmith is good. He's a second year player who is a spot up shooter. So I, I don't, I don't really know, um, you know, what to tell them on that. Um, the next team I want to talk about is the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, I think we, I think we, we both um, had our fair share of laughs about the Lakers. Um, they, <laughs> I didn't think I'd be saying this. The Lakers have dropped two games to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And I can't believe it. The first time they played them on October 27th, they blew a 26-point lead. Um, it, was, it was bad. Like, it looked like, oh, you know, the Thunder are really bad. You know, this is, you know, just a, a wash game. You know, every, I'm sure everybody turned it off. But – Shay Gilders-Alexander went in his bag. Josh Giddey played well. They they came back and they won. And I just found it so crazy that the Lakers are losing to teams like the Thunder. And obviously, they've lost to the, the Warriors, the Suns, who have been struggling. And they've got a lot of issues going on, too. Um, but losing to the Thunder twice is bad. They were up. At the end of the first quarter, it was forty-one to nineteen. Yikes! And I remember at one point, I think it was seventy to forty-four, Gosh. and they blew it. And it's just, it's just ridiculous, man. Like that—that that, games like that are are inexcusable. Um, and and <laughs> another funny thing with the Lakers is I um not a shot at House of Highlights. I just thought this was funny. Um, House of Highlights. They needed to post Russell Westbrook because, you know, people like to see Russell Westbrook. Um, And they just posted him hitting a wide open three. Like nobody's around him. They posted a video of him making a wide open three with the caption, um, Russ is letting it fly with target emojis. And it's like, man, if you're at a point where you're going to tell me that, a highlight for Russell Westbrook is hitting a wide open three, and that's what you need to post. That's really, really sad. That's exactly. really sad. And, and that
1: you know, social media's kind of gone that route. They're gonna post the known players. They don't care what they do. I they they could they could they could literally, you know, steal a pass and be like, oh, that's a highlight worthy play.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's it's. It's it's kind of ridiculous, to be completely honest. Um, but yeah, the the NBA, the NBA's got a lot going on. Um, the Miami Heat are really good. They they're really, really, good. really The Chicago Bulls team. are really good. Um Scotty Barnes is rookie of the year front runner right now, which I don't think anybody was predicting because I mean we watched the draft live and when when he went number four to um, Toronto, we were we were jumping up and down, saying, "Oh my gosh, why would you do that?"
1: Yeah, exactly. and
0: right now it's looking like the best pick of the draft. And you know, Kate Cunningham has he's played like two or three games, but he's oh my goodness, I can't I can't even I can't even get started on on um, how underwhelming Kate Cunningham has been to start. Um, it's been bad. Been bad uh, so far for Kate well, I think out, most
1: but. of the rookies have been kind of underperforming. Jalen Green, you so said, has been
0: underperforming. Yeah, Jalen Green hasn't been good. thugs uh, has been underperforming. I will say, Evan Mobley, I think will be the best player out of this class for sure. Evan Mobley is so, so good. A big who can who can rebound the heck out of the ball. He can he can score. He's a playmaker. Like you see him bringing the ball up the floor, it's ridiculous. Evan Mobley is insane. Um, The one of the other, you know, very good picks of the draft that I've seen is um, Chris Duarte with Indiana. He, uh, he, he got drafted at age 24 and he is um, he's lightened it up. He's been very good. Franz Wagner has been very good for the magic, much better than Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs has been not good at all. Um, So basketball, has really really been interesting to start. Um the Knicks are, are really good, I will say. The the New York Knicks are probably the deepest team in the league, I would say. They have a lot of talent. Um Yeah, I mean not not many not too many surprises at the bottom. I mean the Pelicans being 1 and 8 is um that's not surprising to me. I, I guess in retrospect it's not. I mean I guess if they if they had Zion and they were 1 and 8, then it'd be surprising. But they don't have Zion right now, and Zion's got man, Zion, Zion's got whatever he's got going on. So yeah, um, I, I honestly don't like the Zion criticism that I see on social media because honestly, it's kind of it's just a it's a violation, man. Like, and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to make fun of him. I'm not trying to, and I'm not trying to like 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 sugarcoat it. I'm just saying like, if the dude's putting on weight, I mean the only thing that can happen is is the the team and the trainers can help him. Yeah. And it's not really us uh, you know, us as fans it's not really our place to to really go at a guy for for you know, what shape he's in because to be honest he's probably still in better shape than a than lot of us. of us. So it's kind of uh it's 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 a it's a lose lose game to be honest but yeah. The NBA, the NBA is cool. Um, to be honest, none of, none of the leagues are really, really letting me down. (laughs) Baseball definitely didn't let me down. The NFL, the NFL has been a roller coaster. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about the NFL right now. It's, uh, I haven't really been watching too many games, which is weird. Um, the NBA has not been disappointing college football, not been disappointing. um, and we have college basketball coming up. I forgot to mention that at the beginning, so oh, we yes. have got a lot to talk about. And I'm sure next episode we'll touch on college basketball rankings and you know what you know what we what we predict for the college basketball season and you know yeah what teams what teams could be sleepers what teams we think will suck you know whatever. Um, but yeah, I think I think we've touched on everything we need to touch on here. Um, do you think? Yeah, no, I think I think we covered most stuff. I think I think so. Um, so yeah, guys, this is this is our first episode. Um, you know, there's 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 a lot of there's a lot of things that that we know we can work on. You know, it's our first episode. Um, so yeah, just leave any feedback if you can. Um, we'd love to to get some questions from you guys too. You know, we we'd love to hear back um, because we want to interact with y'all. So uh, we'll have a live show soon. Um, we're going to, you know, try to get that set up, um, you know, with a call box and everything. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely be back with two episodes next week. We're recording this on Friday, November the 5th. So we'll try to get an episode out probably Monday or Tuesday, um, depending on when, when this one comes out. But yeah, I think, I think that's going to cover it all. Um, Reese, you got anything else for me?
1: Oh, uh, you know. Also, gotta say is uh, uh, let's go Tigers. Uh, getting a big win tomorrow against Louisville. So,
0: <laughs> I swear, if you guys if you guys beat them and like flex a, a Louisville win, I don't, I, don't uh, I don't know. you know, I'm the flex of Louisville win. Hey, I'm going to the uh, going to the Carolina game tomorrow. Playing Florida. Um, I I, I I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of. Not really knowing what to expect. I mean, Florida has been underachieving. So we'll have to see how that goes. But you guys have no one coming back from the dead. Hey yeah, we did yeah. I mean we almost lost to Vanderbilt though. So I, I can't really um I can't really say anything about that. But yeah. yeah, I think that's gonna wrap this one up, guys. Um we'll drop our socials. Um you guys can, you know, go check us out individually on Instagram. I am at aidenconnor Connor five and Reese, I think you're at like R Evans fifteen.
1: R Evans fifteen.
0: I, I yep. want to make sure. Let me, let, me, let me double check on that. But but yeah, go hit us up on Instagram. Um, if you have any, you know, you know, any uh, questions, anything like that. It is at Reese Evans
1: fifteen. It's R E E S E V A N S fifteen. All right, gotcha.
0: Yeah, and we'll we'll open up a question box. You know, we'll you know we we want to interact with you guys again. So, um. Stay tuned, and uh, we will see you guys in the next one. Word. Word.